0: If you are on a long space mission to the planet Mars, or even further away beyond our solar system, then you'll probably miss one thing the most – good food. At the moment, food rations that astronauts eat on the International Space Station are not very tasty, and as long missions could be very long without any fresh food, the space agency NASA wants to see how astronauts could cope with different diets. So, in collaboration with a university in Hawaii, NASA is arranging a simulated mission to Mars that will stay completely on the ground, but will focus on the food element of any space mission. The team of sort-of astronauts will be in the enclosed spaceship here on Earth, and scientists will try different foods on them to see how they react, and if they get bored with one sort of food. Although most of the menu will be the freeze-dried, rather tasteless stuff that astronauts eat today, they may also try out new recipes that may involve home baking in the spaceship. I just hope they don't burn anything. Meanwhile, for many centuries, our perception of our solar system, and then many others, is that there is a sun, and then planets will go around that sun in various orbits but recent research has shown that there might be countless planets that don't revolve around any sun and just roam through the galaxy on their own. It is only in the last year or so that astronomers seem to have found such planets, and at the moment we can only guess if they range in size too. Maybe there are free-roaming planets around the galaxy that are as big as our own planet Earth, or maybe even bigger these lone planets would not have heat or light, and so it's unlikely that there would be any life on them as we know it. But if the planets did have a thick atmosphere and were hot at the core, then it might be possible that they support a completely different form of life. Unfortunately, there are no planets like this set to pass our way anytime soon, but one day, maybe they will. One thing that you may not have noticed over the last decade is that clouds in the sky are actually lower than they were 10 years ago. Actually, this new research has only just been published and seems to show that around the world there are fewer clouds at high altitudes and more clouds at lower altitudes. The result of this is that these lower clouds will keep the Earth a little bit cooler and probably slow down the effects of global warming. The difference in cloud height is pretty small, around 1% over the 10 years, and why it has happened is still being argued by scientists. Will it help reduce the consequences of global warming, or is it because of global warming? At the moment, we just don't know. With more and more smartphones offering more and more facilities, this is putting a huge strain on phone networks around the world as they struggle to keep up with the demands of smartphones that guzzle increasing amounts of data. One option to solve this is to use Wi-Fi networks, as some smartphones do. But the problem with Wi-Fi is that you can't seamlessly roam between Wi-Fi sources like you can with a mobile phone signal. The great advantage of mobile phones is that they can switch the signal from one cell tower to another without losing the connection and so allowing you to continue the phone call. However, a new type of Super Wi-Fi protocol is being tested in the US, where a device can move between Wi-Fi sources whilst keeping a network connection. Wi-Fi sends and receives data quicker and more efficiently than using a cell phone signal. And so, if this new Wi-Fi can be developed, it should open up the phone networks a lot more. Do you like sweet foods or foods with a lot of fat in them, like french fries or chocolate? Most people do, and in fact, it is something that people have very little control over. That craving is a natural reaction. For the last 200,000 years, man has been encouraged to eat these sorts of foods by our own bodies, as they are good ways to stay alive. Unfortunately, what was good for a caveman hundreds of thousands of years ago is not the same for people in 2012. People in the Western world eat far too much of these fatty or sugary foods and we really don't need them to stay alive. So will we actually evolve away from liking these sorts of foods as we don't need them to stay alive? Possibly, but as that evolution could take millions of years, individual people won't be able to rely on evolution to cut down on those cravings, unfortunately. And that's it for the Teen Time Science blog for this week. I'm Neil Chase, and I'll be back next week with more from the science world.